calling all detectives. Most magic is of the parlor trick variety. But I once had a case that involved magic that was strictly fatal. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Take the word of Jerry Browning, private detective. When you play with death, you'll never win the game. I was on my way to Louis's Hamburger Heaven in answer to a panicky call about something Louis said he couldn't discuss over the phone. Louis's one of my friends, a burglar turned restaurant owner, and doing well at it. From the outside, Hamburger Heaven looked normal. But when I got inside, I saw no customers. Only Louis and three men huddled together at a corner table. Louis got up as I entered. Boys, the waste is over. Here comes the world's greatest detective, my pal, Jerry Browning. I felt I should take a bow. Instead, I shook hands all around. Jerry, I want you to meet some of the boys. This here's Wine and Willie, Tommy the Tout, and Problems Cassidy. Glad to meet you, gents. But what's this all about? Whining Willie looked ready to cry. Ah, it's awful. Terrible. Shouldn't happen even to a cop. Tommy the Tout got confidential. I got an angle, see? I think the odds is wrong, see? Problems Cassidy held up his hand. We gotta face the issue. Okay, so Louie works magic. The problem is, do we put him in a circus or in jail? Louie put his head in his hands. Jerry, I'm confused. I sat down. You're confused? I'm Browning. What's this all about? Leave me explain the facts, Jerry. There's a guy been hanging around. On the cuff Langley, we call him, on account of what he pays for is nothing. It's always on a cuff. So tonight he comes in, tries to touch me for a double saw buck, and I says to him like this, Drop dead, I says. So he drops dead. Right in front of me. Dead or in a mackerel. Jerry, I'm magic. I can kill people. And I don't like it. My friend Louie told the customer to drop dead. And the customer obliged on the spot. Louie walked restlessly up and down. You understand, Jerry, a guy like me he tells customers maybe ten times a day they should drop dead. Half the time he don't even mean it. But when it gets around that I got this power, what'll happen? Problems Cassidy answered for him. I'll tell you what'll happen. People will buy hamburgers someplace else instead of coming in here to drop dead. Tommy the Tower had an angle. We could uh, maybe wake up a deal where people who didn't like other people could bring him in here so Louie could knock him off almost legally. Louie shook his head. Positively not. I ain't cluttering up the joint with bodies. That gave me a thought. Louie, what did you do with on the cuff's body? Louie sighed. I got a small break. There's a doctor been coming in here, Doc Reardon from Donna Black. He happened to come by and he took the body away. Okay, I'll go up and see the doctor. You boys stick around until I get back. Doc Reardon's office was a shabby hole in the wall. Yes, Mr. Browning, I examined the body. It was dead. Yeah, so I heard. What did he die of? Reardon frowned from under shaggy eyebrows. Shock, my dear sir. Shock and fright. Too bad. What disposition have you made of the body? It is reposing at Morton's Mortuary on Hickory Street. <coughs> I, uh... <coughs> Have uh, not yet filed the death certificate. Uh, Louis is uh, one of my friends, and uh, 
I hesitate. Don't hesitate about a thing, Doc. You go right ahead and file the certificate. Put on it whatever you think is the real cause of death. Thaddeus Morton met me in the front parlor of his Hickory Street establishment. You wish to see the body of Mr. Langley? May I ask, are you a friend? Yeah, and the guy who thinks he killed Langley. Morton's chilly manner thawed fast. Ah, yes, you mean Louis. He's been most generous, offered to pay the complete funeral expenses. Just how generous was he? He ordered the deluxe cremation ceremony. Beautiful, beautiful. Costs $1,800. I groaned. It was just like Louis to break himself burying some no-good bum. I wanted to go back and argue it with Louis, but first, I'd like to see the body, Mr. Morton, satisfy myself that it wasn't death by violence. Morton led me to a back room, showed me a slim, badly nourished figure, a man in his middle 60s. In death, he didn't look like the no-good chiseler Louis and his friends had described. There were no marks of violence on him. When I got back, I found Louis's friends trying to cheer him up. You're gonna look at the bright side, Louis. Why, a guy like you, you could be a secret weapon. And you don't even have to be loaded. But Louie didn't see it that way. All I know is I'll have to mortgage this joint to pay for that heel's funeral. If he was alive, he should drop that again. Young guy like that living off people, and now he's got to die the same way. Louie spotted me. Hey, what'd you find out, Jerry? I found plenty. Come on, all of you. Let's go and make things lively at a funeral parlor. Mr. Thaddeus Morton didn't seem happy as we trooped in. Hello, Mr. Morton. I brought Louie and his friends to take a last look at Langley's body. Why, uh, uh, the coffin is already sealed, awaiting cremation. Yeah, then unseal it. For 1,800 smackers, you can nail it up twice. Impossibly. It's against the law. I watched Tommy and Problems debate the subject with Mr. Morton for a while. Then, let go of his neck, Tommy. I think he wants to say something. I'll open the coffin. I knew what to expect as Morton pried up the coffin lid, but it came as a surprise to Louie and the others. Why, this ain't on a cuff, Langley. Where is he? Mr. Browning, if you will ask that gentleman to take the knife from my throat, I will tell you everything. What Morton confided sent us to Doc Reardon's place again. And there we found the Doc and on the cuff Langley sharing a friendly bottle of gin. Yeah. Langley was a voluntary catatonic. A man who could go into trances at will, fake the symptoms of death cleverly enough to fool a casual observer. Reardon, there was no doctor at all, worked with him and Morton. Langley put on his death act in little one-man stores like lunchrooms, groceries, clothing stores. Reardon showed up immediately thereafter... And the swindle was all set with the aid of Morton, the third partner. I suspected a racket right from the start when Reardon hinted he could be bought off on the death certificate. And I was sure of the racket when Louis mentioned that on the cup was a young man instead of being the old man I was shown at the funeral parlor. Well, all three got a nice long jail sentence. But Louis's friends were sad. Louis, you lost out on a terrific career. Tommy, you can go drop... He paused as Tommy turned pale. I mean, you can drop in at the joint for a free feed any time. <laughs> and that was the end of Louis's career as a stool pigeon for death. Like I said, death is a visitor who always comes around sooner or later. So why invite him, even in jest? Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. 
mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 